Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. Episode 8. Don't let your trauma define you. There's a real risk that after a traumatic event, we, not that we allow it, but that that event or that person becomes the sole focus of our our existence. And, and this isn't intentional, but because whatever happened to you is so traumatic and so poignant and so visceral that you can't help but focus on it and you, you feel like it's, it's changed you. And, and it actually, it, you know, it has, but not to let it define you forever. For those who know my past, know that I've gone through some significant levels of, of things that have happened to me. And for years, I would focus on the people that did things to me and what happened. And I was looking for answers. I wanted to know why. I was questioning myself as a person and wondering why I acted the way I did in response to them, why they acted the way they did. I couldn't understand. Um, and because of this lack of understanding, I would ruminate um, over and over again, just playing through the events in my mind and trying to understand. Now, that process is, is important. You know, depending on when things happen to you, it's important to be able to, to come to terms with, you know, with them and what happened. And, you know, part of my healing process has been speaking to a psychologist and writing and talking. But all of those, you know, external helps aside, I realized that I was focusing on the events and on the people almost constantly in my mind. And it was causing me to frame every interaction and every future interaction or every potential interaction based on the traumatic experiences of my past. And when I realized this, I, I was quite upset because I realized that I was almost letting the events of my past continue to impact the events of my future. And to me, that was actually quite doubly upsetting because I realized I hadn't moved on. I might have been in a different state of mind, sorry, a different, you know, a different physical place, a different location, different age, you know, externally, I would seem to be completely different, my mood and everything would be different. But internally, I was constantly ruminating and going over it. So I realized I, I had to do whatever I could to let go of it. So what I found that helped was two different things and they'll sound contradictory, but when employed tactically, it sort of makes sense. So the first one is, is to deeply explore what happened. 
Now, like I said, I've, I've written intensely about what happened to me. Um, and you know, going through the process of explaining exactly what my father did and what it was like being the son of a drug dealer and the people that I was exposed to and the trauma and all of the sort of stuff that happened to me, writing it down enabled me to really solidify and clarify exactly what what happened. And I was able to explore my emotions and explore the events and get it out. I suppose a similar thing to that would be talking to people. So speaking to a psychologist or to my partner or to friends enabled me to sort of debrief the, the events that happened. I read a quote, um, from, from a book that basically said, you know, they, they would talk about their story over and over and over again. And the idea was that the more they talk about it, the less their story was theirs. And it sort of became the universes. The idea is that as you share, you begin to let go. The story isn't about you. It's just a story. It loses its strength. And I can definitely attest to that. The more that I share, the more that I talk the less power it has over me. So I encourage everyone to do <laughs> to do that themselves. Talk, write a diary, just express yourself in some capacity. You don't have to share it. Just write it down and burn it. It doesn't matter. The act of sharing is what matters. So that's the first step. And on the contrary, I think the second thing is, is to do to, to your best to recognize when when you are ruminating and if you do put in blocking or diversion or distraction tactics, when I realize that I'm in this process of rumination or anxiety or, you know, in the past, I do my best to not to, not to focus on it, but to sort of just bounce my mind to something else. And there's a few different things that I can do. I know that exercise really helps. I know that Listening to music really helps. Um, and I know that reading really helps. And the reason being is those activities force me to be mindful. And what I mean by that is, is that they make me present state aware. I can't help but focus on what's happening right now. The best one for me at the moment is training Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Basically think wrestling or fighting on the ground. And when I do it, my mind's so focused because I have to be. If I'm not focused, I'll get submitted. I'll lose. I'll get in pain. Doing, doing martial arts forces me to be in the moment. But whatever it is for you, find something that takes you out of your head and into, into the current state. Um, a very simple activity that you can do for yourself is take a couple of deep breaths and then focus on what you can see. Focus on what you can hear, what you can smell, what you can touch, what you can taste. By going through your physical senses, you're forcing yourself to be aware of what's happening right now, and you can't be in the past. It, it's a hard thing to become. I found for me personally, it's hard to even realize when I'm ruminating. I know that sounds strange, but it's like there's a background chatter that keeps going. 
But the more that I'm looking for it or the more that I'm, I suppose, going down this path of healing and expressing and that sort of stuff, the more I'm realizing when that sort of thought processes are happening and, you know, I might be physically feeling a bit tense. Sometimes I can hear like a slight buzzing in my ears. It's, it'll be unique to you, I'm sure, but there will definitely be signs that, that you can look out for that will trigger you to take some action. Just, just be aware that if you, if you can, do your best to let go of the past and to move on. Because if you don't, if you don't at least try, you're letting that traumatic event or that person define you for the rest of your life. And you're worth so much more than that. If you can take charge and take the steps, you know, it's not going to be easy. Every, every single, every time it comes back up, you'll have to make that choice to move on and it will be a battle every single time. The battle will get easier, might get harder, but you, it's in your power to make that choice to move beyond it. The final thing I want to mention is, is that you're allowed to be happy. Part of the problem of defining yourself based on your past is that you can get into this groove of feeling sad or depressed and then, or anxious or broken. And that can subconsciously or consciously be a way that you define yourself. You know, for years I would define myself as the son of a drug dealer, the son of a pathetic human, an abuse victim, a self-harmer, a whole bunch of stuff that would be like, I would think of myself and they're the labels that I came up with. So then when I, when I realized I wanted to get better, I now had to reinvent myself because I had to fight against the labels of my own that I was putting on myself, but that's okay. You're allowed to feel happy and you will get attention and you will get love and you will get appreciation from people if you're happy. I was a bit fearful that if I, if I wasn't sad that people wouldn't care for me, I was worried that I would only be acknowledged because of my trauma, but I realized that that's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thought because you know, I'm, I want to be able to, I want to be able to share my true self. And if someone only wants me around or is only there for me when I'm, when I'm down, it's not a real, it's not a real true relationship. You know, people will, what I'm trying to get across is that people will be there for you when you're happy and when you're sad, but it's okay to be happy. You can give yourself permission to be happy and to let go. You're not betraying your past by moving on. You're actually, you're growing, you're healing. Just let it go. Thanks for listening. And if you're after more content, I also have a blog that I update regularly as well as a one-minute video series where I'll be sharing insights on a variety of topics, including mental health, motivation, psychology, and philosophy.
I'm releasing a new video daily. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a massive favour and either review it on iTunes or recommend it to two people. Share the link with them and tell them why they would enjoy listening to it. Finally, I'd love to hear from you, so please connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Zachary P. Phillips. Links to these, as well as anything discussed, are in the show notes. Thanks.